Cool. Right, so you guys are recording? Yes. Mm-hmm. I too am recording. Okay, so I'll go one, two, three, and then clap. And try and clap mm-hmm. near your microphone so it picks it up, okay? Sure. So one, two, three. <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> All right, that should do it. Cool. Well, that was a good podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it, but it's fine. <laughs> I've been cooped up for a while, so things have changed. Yeah, pop culture's moved on without you. Yeah, I, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you wanted the best, you got the best. In strong language and metal content, the hottest podcast in the world, Slowly We Rock. Hey everyone, welcome to a very special episode of Slow We Rock, Metal's Funnest and Dumbest Podcast. Uh, I'm your host James, and I'm joined as ever by Dan. Hello. And Lewis. Holla holla. Um, If you notice anything sounds a little bit different, uh, a slight delay, or maybe the audio quality is a bit funny, it's because the world's ended. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so we're all kind of on, not quite lockdown yet, but we're all self-isolating quarantined because of coronavirus uh we talked about it on the last episode you may, you may have heard about this little number yeah, yeah you may have heard of it <laughs> yeah um we mentioned it a little bit on last the last episode and then the shit hit the fucking fan <laughs> yeah so that one we called that episode uh, apocalypse mm. yeah i feel like this is gonna be have to be this is apocalypse two right yeah. we need some great apocalypse two Apoc- two apocalypse, apocalypse two furious two. yeah precisely <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of like some good sequel album, like Keeper of the Seven Keys Part Two or Metropolis Part Two. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is, I guess, this is a sequel to the last episode, Apocalypse, about the ongoing apocalypse and how it's continued. Um, also, this might be part of the series, which goes on for many, many months. Really hard to tell. We're just going to count yeah. it by ear. The next couple um, will be like this, I think. <laughs> Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, that's optimistic. Um, but yeah, yeah, how is everyone doing? Good, man. I'm really excited about doing this remotely. This is such a strange experience. Yeah, it really is. It's very odd as well because I'm looking at you on video and I can see the recording studio, but it's also from <laughs> an angle which I've never seen of the studio. Because <laughs> yeah. no. if I was actually at that angle, I'd be sat on top of your desk. <laughs> yeah. I um I feel like how in 2001 Space Odyssey just watching you silently <laughs> through your laptop. Yeah. <laughs> Record it's the strange, podcast, man. Yeah. Dave. I can't. I mean, this is such a normal thing. This is such a normal thing for um a lot of podcasters to do, right? You've got loads in America where people are across state lines. Yeah. You've got I mean you've got bands like Periphery that record albums without being in the same state. Precisely. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just taken us two years to cotton on to the fact that, oh, yeah, maybe we can, <laughs> we can just go online. <laughs> to and be do fair, this. though, I think a lot of the time it was just a good excuse to hang out. Yeah. Like that, of the whole point of the podcast was we were meant to be recreating the feeling of us just getting drunk down the pub. Yeah. And then we realized we had to stop getting drunk because we were just drinking midweek and knocking back like <laughs> five, <laughs> six, five or six beers. 
in the middle of the week and just rambling on and on and on about Iron Maiden. So yeah, I, so we figured the world needs to hear this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, this is genius. How long have you guys been on lockdown for so far, or like self-isolating? I don't want to say lockdown because we're not quite there yet. But Dan, uh, how long have you been isolating for? Since Tuesday lunchtime. Okay. Um, I got sent home eventually. I had all the equipment, but I had to come in Monday and half of Tuesday for reasons. Couldn't tell you why. Uh, <laughs> but then I was allowed to go home uh, as soon as they worked out what they were doing. To be fair, work were very quick, um, yeah. considering how on the fly it's all been. Um, I was quite impressed with how quickly they actually got everyone moved into home. Um, but yeah, so yeah, since Tuesday, been a bit weird. Um, but my building's got a rooftop running track. Oh, so of course. I, yeah, forget you're perfectly positioned for this. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of each shift, I've just been going up there and just sort of walking around, stretching my legs, um, getting fresh just air. Looking, stuff. O- looking over the city, seeing buildings on fire. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be great. People if, uh, rising we do in the wanna... streets. <laughs> yeah, in terms of being a, a riot voyeur, uh, it can be a better building. So, yeah. <laughs> Riot voyeur is a really good band. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, also, you've got that Tesco's uh, literally at the bottom of your building as well. Yeah. Um, been a bit of a write-off on and off. It's not been too bad. Yeah. Uh, if I go on lunchtime, I can sometimes get what I need. Um, but I went in there earlier. They had lots of beer, luckily, but they didn't have any bread, uh, any pasta, any loo roll, any soap. Uh, I don't know. It's just hey stupid. On. Stuff you don't buy He's... anyway, so you're all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah. they sent you home now, because you've not been using loo <laughs> roll. So I, bought a head. <laughs> I bought a head sensibly beforehand. Um, but also, it was all stuff I already had. So I didn't need mm. to suddenly panic buy it, because I don't know about you guys, but I tend to buy blue roll on a regular basis um <laughs> yeah. same with hand soap same with uh, pasta you know it wasn't some sudden need Staples. to get tons of it yeah yeah it's wild isn't it yeah so i think i've been um isolating since the thursday before that so just over a week and a, i guess like a week and a half now ish mm. um and it's yeah i mean if i'm honest i think i was made for this yeah <laughs> this i i'm feeling good man like i'm saving two hours a day on travel uh had athlete's foot that's cleared itself up oh. it's <laughs> that's really good though but... yeah no, that is really good yeah. But, yeah my girlfriend said the same thing about travel um she can't believe it like she literally gets back you know two and a half hours of a day overall um, yeah yeah mental it's wild um everything's pretty pretty comfortable if i'm honest although i will say that if we're talking real lockdown business now, mm. our fence has been compromised. Yeah. We're missing an entire fence after um, one of the many storms that we had in the build-up to this <laughs> global <laughs> crisis. No, no, it was effectively the calm before the storm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's not uh, it's not quite the bunker that it used to be. <laughs> um, have you had any trouble actually getting anything from the shops? Oh yes, almost anything. <laughs> Uh, but again, like now, I'm a, I'm a big, big subscriber of um, purchasing toilet paper before I need it. <laughs> <laughs> no awkward shuffles to the shop for you. Yeah, that's how I like to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been okay. I've got I've got essentials. It's all mm. good. The, the weirdest thing that I found is that um, a lot of the a lot of the people that have gone out and just 
panic bought and left left everyone else in the real shit, which is a really crappy thing to do. Mm. And if you're listening to this, don't do it. Don't do it. Please don't, yeah. Um is that everyone was avoiding any kind of fresh produce for the longest time. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I got tons of fruit yesterday on my lunch break because no one was touching it. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, great. it's good for me, but Yeah. Yeah, like so just people worried that somebody, yeah, it was all gonna go rotten, like they weren't gonna eat it. But when they're on when they're eating, you know, uh, their tin tine soup for the you know, twelfth day running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're probably gonna really wish that they'd bought some fresh produce. You know what the one thing which I struggled to find actually was just a uh tin of chopped tomatoes. Yeah. Oh really? Because I just, I just wanted to make a curry. Um like my yeah. housemate is vegan and I do a not too, if I would say so myself, a not too bad chickpea uh, curry, a vegan one. So mm. I was just gonna make us a load of that. Lovely. Uh but I could not find a can of chopped tomatoes anywhere. Um, but it turns out that Mr. Sings around the corner, the little local corner shop, had mm. absolutely tons of them. They pretty much had everything, all the essentials you can imagine, apart from toilet paper. Um, but it's interesting because like, when obviously like everyone goes to panic mode, the first thing they do is they run to like the big supermarkets and they clear all the shelves. And they don't realize that actually like loads of lo- local businesses will probably yeah. have that kind of stuff anyway. Yeah. And it could yeah. actually be the local businesses which really need your support during this time. Like Tesco's yeah. ain't gonna go under, Sainsbury's isn't gonna anything to worry about. But like So lo- if, if he gonna panic buy, panic locally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah and I went in there and they, they had like they had pr- everything I needed. So yeah I stocked up on like top tomatoes and I've got plenty of uh white gold, aka toilet paper um, nice <laughs> white gold <laughs> and yeah and i've got a copy of doom eternal as well so a, the most heavy metal game possible I'm very <laughs> how is it i mean it's so appropriate because it's literally about hell on earth yeah it's about like a demon invasion <laughs> of earth it's been the uh, worst marketing campaign ever <laughs> yeah <laughs> or best depending yeah, how you look best, at it yeah <laughs> and um like your character like is basically they live in an isolated fortress uh Okay, right. <laughs> and then you take Pauls down to Earth and go about just killing demons and stuff, and it's great. Um, it also has like the most heavy metal soundtrack ever. It's it is so metal. It's so much fun, but yeah. um, it's also so intense. I feel I've, like I can play like an hour, but I have to put it down. It's just like yeah, I can't I've got my the breath again. One. It gets a bit <laughs> yeah. exhausting after a while, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I've actually not started isolation yet. Um, I've still been going into work uh, just because I don't have a laptop available at the moment. Um, yeah. And it's like, there's like a real sort of like last helicopter out of Saigon kind of vibe going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like at the end of the Vietnam War, it's like, let's just get the fuck out of here. Like everyone's just waiting to go. Like, you know, it's like, um, yeah, in Platoon, uh, where at <laughs> the end there is like the huge... Um, like they know the enemy's coming yeah. and just wants to get the hell out of there. I want to say, is it Keith David gets shot in the ass or something like that and manages to get uh, on the yeah. chopper out of there? Yeah, I think it is Keith David, is, yeah. Yeah, and everyone else has got to stay behind to like <laughs> try and take on this like the uh, Viet Cong. And like that's what it feels like at the moment. Like I am Charlie Sheen, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, left, left alone to face the Viet Cong. Um, it, Whereas if you flash forward maybe a month... Uh, into the future you might be like a uh, more modern day Charlie Sheen <laughs> oh, no. I was going to say if you're Charlie Sheen who's your Tom Berenger 
Oh my god, good question. Uh, who's left with Tom Berenger? Yeah, there's. I don't even know if there's a Tom Berenger left because anyone who's in any pretty much any position of authority has left. Is now is now gone. The inmates are running the asylum at the moment. Um, but yeah, like honestly, like for example, if if uh, it wasn't you know Corona virus time. Mm. I don't think my Saturday would have changed at all. <laughs> no, I yeah. stay at home, drink tea, eat snacks, play computer games, listen to music. So not a lot has changed. I think I'll start to notice it a bit more when I start working from home because like the clothes yeah. all the gyms and stuff now. Uh, right. But yeah, it's uh, it's real weird, isn't it? Really surreal. It's really odd how quickly it's all, everything's changed. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I just want it to get to a point where we can look back at this period of time and go, God, remember when no one could find any toilet paper? Just laugh it off. <laughs> um, yeah. I was meant to be going to see Cavell Attack tonight. Uh, of oh, of course, right. yeah. Yeah, um, I was going to go see them at SWX. Uh, I was you know, kind of looking forward to it because we saw them supporting Mastodon last year and they were fantastic. Uh, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, I was really excited to go see them do a headline show and that's been postponed. Um, Lamb of God has been postponed. Uh, I think yeah. they actually had a date for that, though. I think they said they were postponed. It was like until November, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't realize I feel, that. that's good. Yeah, I'll check the email, but I'm pretty sure they said it's they've yeah they've got a date sometime for that one. Uh, In flames, obviously, I was going to see them next month. Not going to happen. I think Ramstein has been cancelled or postponed, but I don't, I'm not too sure yet. I've not heard he, anything about that one yet. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about Ramstein, yeah. yeah. I guess maybe it's just slightly too far in the future. Because that yeah. and Pearl Jam both haven't been cancelled yet. But okay. Yeah. I'm cool. just waiting at this point. Just to, Yeah, just for like a bit of a wait and see thing. Yeah. I mean, Aussie's not till October, but I feel at this point this may be another excuse to, <laughs> yeah. to cancel. That one's cursed. I think we're never going to see him, Lee. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, coronavirus. Oh. Sorry, guys. Maybe Maybe next year. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think that, that's crazy how many times that keeps getting postponed. I know, but and yeah. it's just not good. Glastonbury, obviously, the big one. Um, yeah, yes, which makes sense. Huge. But they've been decent and they've let everyone keep the tickets if they want for next year. Yeah, that's that's such a good move. Which is good because of it really how stressful is, yeah. it is to get them. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if you had to actually go through all of that again. They're like everyone's tickets became void. Honestly, I think I lost a year of my life trying to get them, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nice. Yeah, I guess, but obviously they're not going to be able to do the same lineup, though. You never know. I mean, they've got over a year to get get everyone lined up, haven't they? So, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And I guess, to be fair, a lot of Glastonbury, you buy the tickets before you know the performances anyway, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's It's just a shame because it's a 50th one, like the big one. Big anniversary. Yeah. Oh, anyway. wow, yeah. but, was it actually the 50th year or just the 50th Glastonbury uh, Festival? Because they missed some years. They do yeah, I think it might be 50, 50 years rather than oh, 50 festivals. Yeah, um, that's, the, that's a shame. Yeah, so, but I mean, again, better than the alternative. So, yeah. The you, gathering you of the Evises. <laughs> you know what was going to happen. Anything be incredible. Happened. Yeah, herd immunity. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then my, my little brother turned 18 tomorrow. Uh, and I keep joking oh, he's going to get his first well. legal yeah so he's going to get his first legal uh, pint when he's 19 I think at this rate because so. <laughs> <laughs> we were meant to be in um, Ireland at this point um, so last week my mum and dad had to tell him and tell him it was cancelled all in one go because it was a surprise <laughs> oh bless him uh, but he was alright about it obviously because nothing anyone can do 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was meant to go to Paris next week, and that's also cancelled. Again, these are very first world problems compared to what's <laughs> going on. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy how quickly everything can get, um, you know, dismantled and turned upside down. So mm. I've actually, I'll be honest, I've actually had some concerns that I might have had coronavirus a lot of people are saying this at the moment i don't think you have well have you no so so this was before you say anything have you heard the story about liam gallagher yet no i (laughs) I may i may have done i'll let you so liam gallagher uh was quoted as saying that he was convinced that he had coronavirus that it turns out the heating in his house was on just too high <laughs> did he have his parker jacket on as well was it still <laughs> but no if you remember um after the giants of rock at the start of the year mm. uh, or the end of january when i was there i from nowhere got hit with this massive fever and it was the worst that i've ever felt in my life Mm. And I was super, super ill for the next few weeks. But everything kicked off with this fever. All the symptoms were there. Yeah. At the time, I thought, that was weird. But looking back on it... No, well, nobody else got it, did they? Well, no, because there was loads of people talking uh, on the event page for it, saying that they came away with the flu. No, but I mean, from you. Like, I didn't get it. Jim didn't get it. Yeah, Kizzy as well. True. Kizzy didn't get it. But my my parents did. Mm. uh, And they've since been... They've been on a couple of weekend breaks around the world where it's really broken out. <laughs> uh, and my my dad's now convinced that he's been the the kind of patient zero across the world. <laughs> when are we going to actually find out that your dad has written a manifesto and he actually infected himself and he's just oh, been no. trying to spread the disease? Because I was ill as well and I was off work uh, last week for three days. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... I had, I guess, I don't know if you want to call them symptoms, but I did have like a small fever and a little bit of a cough. Mm. Uh, then like a banging headache and then I lost my sense of smell and taste. Uh, it was just like lots of little things each day. Uh, but my dad was sh- uh, scheduled to come down and visit for the weekend. And I was like, hey, I'm not feeling very well. And my dad is over 60. I was like, maybe it's now's not the best time. He's like, nah, fuck it, I'm coming down. So oh, great. <laughs> yeah, he came down anyway. Um, but to be fair, he was like, if I don't come down now, we're probably not going to be able to see each other for quite some time. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was so weird actually, like him visiting with like nothing, to, like everywhere was dead. Um, it wasn't like a huge amount to do. Like a lot of places hadn't closed already, but like it felt like it was a bit of a ghost town. Um, apart from Wild Beer at Wapping Wharf. Like everywhere was like a Wapping Wharf was completely empty except Wild Beer, which was like absolutely rammed. Like somehow people were trying to get the virus. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, because not everyone will know this obviously, but Wapping, um, Wild Beer is like very long tables and benches, isn't it? Like it's a very yeah. communal drinking experience because you're often sharing your tables with complete strangers. So, oh yeah, often like, like, we, we, sat, we sat outside. <laughs> but, like, we it seems like a perfect vector for yeah. spreading disease. <laughs> It's a Petri dish is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we went to the, to the Stag and Hounds for a quick pint before going for, out for food. And yeah, like there was four people in there, including mm. us. Like it's absolutely mental. Um, that sounds like the Stag and Hounds on a gig night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad was bummed out because they were meant to be doing a jazz night there. And they had to cancel oh. it. And he was like, oh, next time I'm down, we can go to the jazz night with Stag and Hounds. I'm like, yeah, see. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, things have got really dire now. I'm just saying that you're back on social media now. Uh, yeah, so I don't really ever use my Facebook ever. I haven't deleted it because it's got photos on it. Yeah. Uh, but I made it inactive. That's how they keep you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I made it inactive because it's just, honestly, mostly full of absolute garbage. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I log back in today just so in case people need to get in touch or obviously there's a lot more, we'll talk about it in a minute, I guess, but a lot more like Skype parties and stuff happening. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, but um, the first thing I saw when I logged in was uh, <laughs> you, Jim, quoting a old post from Lewis from January <laughs> saying, mark my words. I, I can't believe that word in I was like, mark my words, within 30 days, we'll never have heard of this coronavirus again. <laughs> I've never been more sorry that you were wrong. Uh, I wish that was the case. Yeah, please tell me more about this uh, Nostradamus this prediction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that was a, a misfire, that one. <laughs> you reckon? Did you think it was another Democrat conspiracy? Was that was that the problem? <laughs> oh. oh, this is the weirdest. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. we won't even get into that. No. Do you know? Um, do you know who has been dealing with coronavirus pretty amazingly? Who's that? Uh, don't know. A uh, Mister Bovine Joni. <laughs> oh, Bon Jovi. Oh, really? <laughs> bon Jovi. Yeah. Uh, he's actually been doing dishes in his restaurants. And he says, "If you can't, uh, if you can't do what you do, do what you can." So he's down helping. I saw the picture uh, of that. Oh, yeah. Good for him. Helping out. Yeah. I think yeah, the yeah, fact that, like, that, like many touring musicians, his income has been really impacted by coronavirus. And he's just got to make up his income wherever he can. <laughs> I mean, apart from a singer, songwriter, and actor, he's got no transferable skills. So he's, <laughs> he's just pot washing at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he, he ate and then realized that he couldn't pay. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's the kind of person who actually just carries a pair of marigolds with him at all times. <laughs> like he just says, oh, I forgot my wallet. Don't worry, I'll go do the dishes. Do you I, he's... I feel like he... Sorry, Dams. Go okay, do you reckon he's living off of his dad's pasta sauce? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a bit. Yeah, he's a crisis profiteer. He's actually <laughs> selling his pasta sauce at like, you know, $10 a, uh, a jar just to make <laughs> as much money as he can off people who are just desperate for something. People are like was watering the, it down for soup. What was the tagline to Bon Jovi's uh, dad's pasta sauce? It was, uh, this, it's, oh, it's not, this it's ain't not your my mom's pasta. pasta sauce. It's my dad's. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> With a picture of him and his old man, like holding a jar of pasta sauce. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't use Bon Jovi Appetit. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> actually, I was thinking as well, actually, that like, after seeing him do the, the pot washing, how if a Bon Jovi TV show "I'm Your Man" got picked up, we could we could maybe have him like working in like an intensive care unit. Trying to, like, oh God. yes! <laughs> oh no! Oh God! Oh Jesus! Yeah, just giving out some bad medicine or something. <laughs> oh boo! <laughs> boo. Um, uh, it's however, however, uh, I guess on the other side of this. Uh, Gene Simmons has issued some uh, some coronavirus advice. Great, oh fantastic! Can't wait. Stop sticking out your tongue. I bet it's really well reasoned and uh, uh, you know sensible. Well, he's he's such an empathetic yeah, no, figure, so it makes perfect sense. Exactly. No, he said um, uh, Gene Simmons has advised his fans to assume everybody out there is a zombie. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, which isn't too far off. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, but that's I do kind feel of like... a general advice, isn't it? Is you're meant to assume. 
everybody has the it. The worst, yeah. yeah. Don't you find, though, that the, the tension at the moment is really getting to a kind of the thing, like John Carpenter's <laughs> The Thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, absolutely. Ev- like, everyone's looking, someone's got like, it. We, we've constantly joked about our like Mad Max future, but if it does happen, like, oh, just for like a month, just things go cra- like real crazy for a month, like, I just, just roll with it. Let's just go with it. See, you know, live it yeah, up. Yeah, man. I, yeah, okay I've got a leather that. jacket. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I can cut, sli- I can cut <laughs> sleeve off of it. You know, yeah. add some leather on the back. Yeah, absolutely. But in the thing, you'd want to be tied to the couch in this situation, wouldn't you? You'd be isolated on your own, away from everybody else. <laughs> oh yeah, best yeah. possible scenario. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I've uh, I've been like following like a lot of like the rock news stuff like that on Blabmouth. I feel bad, obviously, for a lot of bands who can't tour and stuff like that and i've seen a lot of good shout outs just saying yeah if there's a band you like and they're going to be impacted by this because so many bands are because you think about it like a lot of bands when they're not touring if they do have other jobs they're not going to be you know they're going to be in in services which could be impacted by the virus yeah um so i've seen a lot of people saying you know shout out to the bands and like go buy some merch and stuff like that so for anyone listening who you know, you maybe you're going to go to a gig or something like that, and that you find mm. it's been cancelled. Yeah, don't be, uh, don't hesitate if you can afford it. Obviously, to actually just go visit their merch pages, pick up something, anything. I think just to help them out. You know, because obviously we want those bands still be going once this all kind of ends. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's it. Um, go and get that Nirvana t-shirt. Get that Guns and Roses. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, no, no, because top top shops <laughs> closed. So. You won't be able to get, yeah. You won't be able to get from Nirvana. Uh, uh, it's Primark t-shirt. closed as well, or yeah. Oh, I doubt it. Oh uh, no. Okay. Well, you yeah. can still get your t-shirts from there, then. That's fine. Yeah, Primark is like, I think it's like the CEX of clothing stores. Clothes. Yeah, exactly. Like obviously, it's all well. It's barely new, but like they will be that open to the bitter end. I've bought yeah. band t-shirts from both Primark and H and M. Now that I think about it. Uh, yeah, yep. I actually I've bought uh, a lot of women's uh, ones <laughs> from H and M because they had some really cool vests. They had the ride the lightning vest, and it was all kind of shitty and loose, and it's amazing. Oh, nice! Just, uh, the yeah. industry term is distressed. Uh, yeah, apologies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Heavy weathered. Yeah, heavy. Weathered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, um, I think it was recent as well. Not being able to go to a cinema. This is the weirdest thing I think about coronavirus is the fact that like. Because we've we've had some pretty turbulent times this last couple of years. Mm. Um, like, no sooner have we got, like, you know, is, is Brexit kind of settled that this comes along. But at least you would have distractions. You'd have things you could go and do. Yeah. And I think mm. that's the kind of weird thing about coronavirus is, like, there's not really a lot going on that you can do apart from drink. No. Just stay at home yeah. and drink. Oh. <laughs> and, on, and on that note as well, actually, I do have to... Um, to give a massive shout out to loads of the breweries in Bristol. I'm sure they're doing it around the country, but local breweries are going to be at risk of being hit pretty hard. Mm. Yeah. Um, in Bristol, though, loads of them, uh, Wiper and True, Lost and Grounded, <clears throat> More Beer, are doing like boxes of kind of whatever lagers or beers or whatever you want, but um, they're delivering them for free in the city and they're also able to do same-day delivery. I did not know this. That's amazing. It's amazing. So you can get really, really, really good beer delivered straight to you for free 
the same day. You wake up, you have to order it before 11, so you have to wake oh, up in the morning it. knowing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I already feel like a beer. But it's amazing. <laughs> Do you know what I? Great, right? I kind of said to myself that if we're all going to go, on, if we're going to uh, go on lockdown, pubs are going to close. I'm just not going to drink at all until this is over. Uh-huh. Um, my logic being like, I'm kind of a social drinker, so why not just you know just cut mm. it out? Uh, and it's been less than 24 hours at home, and I am dying for a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i went and bought some before this uh yeah, yeah. I, i'm really craving one right now um yeah so i might have to get on the offer that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> like really good. That. nice um i was gonna say oh yeah like i feel like coronavirus as well is like the most sort of like perfect crisis for like a millennial generation because everyone gets to stay indoors watch yep, movies dream. and tweet yep. about how good a job they are they're doing yeah. in like protecting everyone else. <laughs> I, um, I was saying to my housemate though, like obviously you never ever want this to happen. Um, but if that does happen now and we've got like this video conferencing and video mm. chat and it's amazing. Like imagine if we didn't have this uh, yeah. and you were still trying to keep in touch with people, oh, would, you'd go mad. Insane. What, yeah. Like uh, during the bubonic plague. Yeah, or like the Spanish flu 100 no, years ago. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's amazing. It's been, I've found it amazing being able to actually talk to people face to face, even if it's, I mean, my housemates here as well, but like at work and stuff, we've done buzz meetings and stuff over camera. Um, mm. and even it's really nice, that, man. It's been a really nice touch just to talk to people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had, um, we got, got a bunch of the guys together last night uh, just to kind of have a beer and a kind of little sanity check. Um <laughs> I think it took maybe mm, two minutes before one of them was presenting uh, an image of a penis to the rest of the, <laughs> of to the, rest of the conference. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but no, that does sound like a good idea, having like drink sessions and well, yeah, Skype parties and stuff. People are doing pub quizzes on Twitch, I've seen. Uh, oh, really? Stuff like that, yeah. So there's definitely room for it. It's a really good idea. It's great. Yeah, I, like you said, there's never been a better time. Cool. Um, have you guys been listening to, because we've got all three tower hands, you guys been listening to any music specifically, anything that you're in the mood for? Because I spent a long time just <laughs> making coronavirus playlists where like <laughs> yeah. any kind of metal or rock song that was to do with either isolation, disease and death, or um, <laughs> surgery, bad medicine, Bon Jovi, anything like that. It's been queuing up, queuing up, queuing up, queuing up, queuing up, queuing up. It's been f- incredible. Might put a playlist yeah, together I mean, for us to share. If you're going by that criteria as well, heavy metal's like, got the quite the perfect a lot to, genre. The absolute <laughs> perfect genre, yeah. Um, Slayer's Epidemic, uh, Metallica's Creeping Death, um, Among the Living by Amphrax. Literally the first line is disease, disease, spreading the disease. You know, like it's... <laughs> It's been great. Yeah. Have you guys had any tunes you've been listening to? I've been listening to, I guess, one new thing uh, that I can't stop listening to. Mm. And I completely blame you guys. But it's Mr. Craig Morgan. Yes. I forgot about this. Blower. Yeah. Chug a lug a lug in it at five miles an hour. Do you want to try and explain that for our audience? <laughs> our friend Jane discovered that. Of all people. Oh, really? Yeah. So shout out to Jen. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Jen. Thank you for this gift. Uh, I, would, he's, I would describe 
in his delivery, Craig, so Craig Morgan is a country singer-songwriter. Um, and I would describe him as the Michael Bolton of country. <laughs> there is that vibe. It feels like when he hits the chorus on that song, he hits it hard so early that there's nowhere else for it to go. Yeah, He, to he enters that song hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what's wait? What's the song actually called again? Remind me. International Harvester. International Harvester. <laughs> uh, so it's not talking about like the pub chain. No, sadly <laughs> yeah. not. No, that's Harvester International, Jim. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. That's what you're thinking of. More. You're thinking of Morgan Craig's uh, <laughs> Harvester International. <laughs> but it's literally just a song about how he drives a combine harvester, right? Yeah. Across across the fucking world, and it sounds. <laughs> But he also talks about how like the traffic's piling up behind him. Yeah, to be self-aware <laughs> of his tractor. A lot of the song yeah. is about how slow his his harvester is. Yeah, but it's, like a point, it's a point of pride for him. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just big dicking. I think. The... <laughs> yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough. It, it's something else. <laughs> what about you, Noms? What you've been been uh, digging out? Not a lot. Um... Nothing I don't normally listen to. I listen to a lot of Clash this week. Okay. Uh, mm. Like a lot, but that's not nice. that unusual for me, but just great. They're just great. Uh, what, any particular albums or just... Uh, pretty much like... everything except the last album, so... Oh, <laughs> the... what's, what's the last one called? I forgot. Uh, oh, to Cut the like Crap. Him, cut the Crap. It's like Give Him Enough Rope and Cut the Crap. The I forget. Thing, it's got it? loads of synthesizer. Yeah, it's Ooh. Cut the Crap. Um, it's not very good. People yeah. are trying to reevaluate it. I've not it, heard of this. But it's just not very good. And it wasn't a full lineup or anything. And the and, recording uh, of it's quite. Had Mick, had Mick Jones left by then? Yeah. And the actual like history, if you look on the Wikipedia page for it, like the actual re- recording, how it came about and stuff is all very weird and awful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I've been listening oh. to everything else apart from that because they're just amazing. And just yeah. the sheer. They're a band that I think do covers better than maybe uh, any other band, possibly. Because mm. um, they have so many covers that you just think you it's don't a clash even think song. about it, do you? Yeah, like well, police on my backs a cover. Obviously, I thought the laws a cover. Um, like they always do, just really good. I covers. did not know I thought the law was a cover. Yeah, it's like a nineteen fifties rock and roll song. Uh, but they just smash it, and I've loved that song. That's my favorite intro, I think, to any song. Is I thought the law? I, by I the didn't clash. know police on my back was a cover. I knew I thought the law was a cover. I didn't know yeah, police, police on my, my back's back was... like an old reggae song, I think. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Which they then, you know, turned into their own style. So. But yeah, I've just yeah. been listening to that because it's just really good. <laughs> I think I need to listen to more Clash. You should. They're one yeah. that I've, I've never massively clicked with. Um, I really don't like the song London's Calling. Oh, it's so good. I love I, it. Yeah, I know. I know that's, that's, but that's also, blasphemy, right? The good thing for you is that's the first track on the album, so you can skip it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I've, I've never sat and just listened to a full Clash album, so I think maybe... That's, that's probably, probably on the, yeah, yeah, I'd say that's the one to start with. Cool. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, I mean, like, the thing about them is they, they cover so many different styles and genres mm. on that album. Um, it's got, like, a real kind... Like, um, Exile on Main Street and the Beatles' White Album and stuff yeah. like that, and, like, Led Zeppelin's Physical Graffiti. It's one of those double albums where they're just throwing everything at the wall, but, like, pretty much all of it sticks. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's really is great. Um, I used to listen to a lot of the Clash growing up. Like my, I remember on like loads of car journeys, you had like a set that was just lots of like uh, late seventies, early eighties kind of like punk, like British punk. So like the Stranglers as well. 
Because um, your mum's a real punk, isn't she? Yeah, my mum's really that, into yeah. it, yeah. Um, so shout out to Joyce. Uh, mm. So um, yeah, all that stuff was just like, it's synonymous in my childhood. Yeah, I remember when we all started uni, me, you, meaning Jim, uh, Hello. Claxton and Rob all bonded over listening to The Clash a lot. Yes. Um, I remember. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's just got a lot of good memories for me. And also just it's just really, really awesome to listen to. I need to check it out then, man. Yeah. yeah I'll I'll give it a proper proper listen. We've never had more more time to do so. That is true. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, true. What about apart from uh, International Harvester? <laughs> <laughs> no, it Lewis, that's been it. Just fat yeah, on loop. It's on repeat, yeah. If you've been listening to anything else. I saw you serenading uh, your better half on guitar last night on Instagram. Yeah, did you did you hear what was playing? Uh, no, I couldn't. I, I kind of. It was Craig Morgan. Was it Craig Morgan? <laughs> of course it was. What a twist. Uh, no, I've been having a really, really good time uh, with country as ever. I always have a great time with country. Yeah. It's I was, cool. Okay, so thinking, I think I know why country music has clicked so hard with me. Okay. I think it ticks all of the boxes that hair metal does. Okay, interesting. So if you think, there's a lot of, like, wit and humour and kind of dumb jokes and stuff in the writing. Mm. There's a whole <laughs> a whole kind of a look and a sound and everything that goes with it that's kind of over the top and, you know, it's, it's very uh, self-aware, mm. which I guess a, a lot of hair metal wasn't, but that probably wasn't the good stuff. I think, but I think a lot of country it's, is completely like sincere as well though like to me the thing that i like about country a lot of country music is how sincere it actually is heart on a sleeve Um, what was that song about um who's sung he's just basically singing about how like his dad taught him to drive in the truck and then (laughs) yeah oh like that song is hilarious turns left yeah (laughs) but it's like it's so sincere as well yeah 75 Johnson with an electric choke. (laughs) Uh, Did you see uh, Kenny Rogers passed away today? I did. Yeah, Yeah. rest in power. Seems for tomorrow country. I highly recommend, obviously, I'm not really into country music, but he makes an appearance on Reno 911 as himself. Mm. Okay. And and the police are are doing security for him, and it is so funny. I I definitely recommend that. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, yeah, if you think of the, the lyrical content as well, it's all about having to work some crappy job and mm. then drinking a lot of beer, having a good time or whiskey or just, yeah. It's, I think all of the kind of the themes across the two are pretty much identical, except one is probably a lot more God fearing than the other. Yeah. <laughs> and only one of them sings about a woman taking secret karate lessons to uh, attack her husband <laughs> next time he hits her. Um, <laughs> We we will cover that in glorious detail at some yeah, point. Yeah, we've talked about it before, but yeah. <laughs> no, what about you, Jim? What's uh, what's been tickling your pickle? Um, well, so, uh, yeah, because I've been mostly, uh, I've still been at work for that. I've not had a chance to really sort of like do a deep dive. Um, I've just well, so I listened to a couple of records this morning. Um, bit of Queens of Stone Age, uh, rated R. Uh, not for anyone mm-hmm. at any time, anywhere, is what it says on the cover, which is <laughs> feels really perfect. A um, little bit of Converge, a little bit of Led Zeppelin, but um, mainly I've just been working on making coronavirus playlists. <laughs> like, this could be my true calling. <laughs> not listening my, to it, just yeah, making it. Yeah, just curating it. Um, 
what I might start doing is just looking at what's in the news and then just trying to make themed metal playlists to do with whatever story's going on. <laughs> so like if there's like say more of like an economic issue, I'll kind of start okay. working towards that, you know. Um maybe when Oscar season comes around again next year. Uh, if any movies ever come out again, just <laughs> like, shot. That's it. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, then I, I'll start <laughs> working on that. Are there many songs that are <laughs> many songs that are inspired by the Oscars? Uh, oh, say so this is the genius of it. You think, or oh, just, you think of a couple of You think of general. a couple of songs, and then you start going through bands, and then you. Find it's just Frankie more goes more to Hollywood. More. It's just Frankie goes to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I've not. I've been think. Actually, do you know what? I listened to for the first because I don't know if you heard the news, but you guys are familiar with uh, Children of Bodom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had a situation where, like, all of their lineup, apart from the main guy, all left at the end of the tour. Everyone really? quit. Yeah. Really? Uh, and it turns out that even though the main dude, Alexi, I can't remember his surname, uh, like Leo, something like Leo, yeah, even though he is the main singer songwriter of the band. He doesn't actually own the rights to the name. The rest of the band do. What? Yeah. So when they all left, um, they were like, if he wants to keep using the name of the band, you'd have to license it from the ex-band members. <laughs> what? Like, this is what? like bad, It's like the anti-Guns N' Roses thing with Axl Rose. How, how did this happen? I don't know. So <laughs> he's now had to change the name of the band or like start a new band with a new lineup. Uh, and it's called Bodum After Midnight. What? <laughs> what? what? Yeah. So he's what does now that mean? Launch... Well, Bodum is... Uh... No, I know it. Yeah, Children of Bodum's yeah. from a jo- murder case, isn't it? Yeah, but... right. Yeah. So they had a... Bodum had After a song... Midnight. <laughs> so jo- they had a song called Bodum After Midnight, and now he's named his new band Bodum After Midnight. And he's <sighs> just going to no. keep on doing Children of Bodum, but with a different name. Bodum After Midnight sounds like a chat show. <laughs> like, uh, with, yeah like with john bodum or something <laughs> yeah so i listened to uh one of their other albums and it got me thinking that maybe i actually don't like them as much as i remember <laughs> uh i went through that um a couple of years ago i was like oh i don't know this isn't for me anymore yeah i remember um, really liking them like uh follow the reaper hate crew death roll like are yeah. you dead yet all those albums so I went back to, yeah, Follow the Reaper. I listened to it. And I was listening to it as I was walking home. I just found myself getting more and more annoyed. <laughs> like, it was just really pissing me off. So I'm actually I like, yeah, fuck him. And fuck Bodum After Midnight. But, uh, Bodum yeah. After Midnight. Bodum After Midnight. Yeah, yeah this is... Very it does sound like a dog shit. It's a dog shit theme. It's, there's no have two they, ways about it. I face said what's happened to make the entire band quit. I guess... I mean, you have to look at the, the the constant there. It's like the one dude, so I assume that he was probably a difficult asshole to work with. Uh, Rob Flint. Just syndrome. flinning it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. yeah, at least Rob Flint's smart enough to actually own his own band's name, though. Uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't smart enough not to release for new stuff, was he, though? So... Oh, my God. I Ugh. So bad. Um, I saw that he did like put out an acoustic version of Circle the Drain. <laughs> Which I'm like, have we actually spoke about Circle the Drain? Yeah, last episode. It's that bad. I feel like, yeah, we talked about it on the last episode and how shit it was. Oh man! But very briefly, yeah. Um, I also, Circle I'll tell you what I listened to, which I wish I hadn't, and I think it's actually worse than coronavirus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that celebrity, the Gal Gadot version of Imagine. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I've heard about this, but I haven't oh, heard it yet. Oh, what, the one with all the rich people singing about how imagine you had no possessions? Yeah, it's That one so with people losing their jobs at the same time. It's Brilliant. so painful and so, so misguided. I hate but it. The, yeah, that actually might be worse than coronavirus. You yeah. are right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's Gal, Gal Gadot. Immediately I'm like, wow, Gal Gadot, she's so pretty. Yeah, absolutely mm. amazing. You press play, you start watching the video. She starts singing it. Who else is in there? Uh, Kristen Wiig's in there. Will Ferrell's yeah. in there. Um, who else? Uh, which, which immediately, though, like those two people, make me think this is a, a parody. No, well, Will Ferrell <laughs> like, may have been taking the piss. I, I, I had to mute it. It was too annoying. <laughs> but um, it's, I think it's completely sincere. But it's just them singing "Imagine," probably like completely misinterpreting what the song is actually about, and. Um, just as a way of like, hey guys, you know, we're here in our like mansions and like, you know, not care in the world. And you're just taking the summer off effectively. Hey guys, we're financially secure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is just... We just want to let you know, don't add to your worry by worrying about us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, there was a good video of uh, Arnie. Like uh, everyone's seen the video of him, like with the, was it the donkeys, right? Yeah, I think. Oh, it what, is. just playing with the with his ponies. Yeah, his ponies in his yeah, house. His ponies. There's, yeah, there's he loves ponies. He's in a, a jacuzzi, smoking a cigar, and he's like, um, "You need to isolate." I, I, I went out. I went for a run. I came back. I'm in the pool. I've got a whiskey. I have stogie. <laughs> but you are not isolating. You need to stay away from people. Stay at home. <laughs> I'm 73. I'm staying at home. You need to do the same. <laughs> he's amazing. I yeah, love him. I was like, Oh, it's a good thing it's you, Arnie, because like you're sat at home in a jacuzzi with a cigar and a glass of whiskey, like <laughs> telling you, no, stay at home. Like, yeah, no, everyone's got that luxury. I feel though, I feel like he he's very aware. Oh yeah, yeah completely. Like, he's also incredibly hardworking really as well. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. He's famously. a top top boy. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, and have you guys all seen um, the tweet from Jared Leto as well? No, no, I haven't. Uh, yes, he... I did. Yeah, Dave showed. I did Dave. Oh. I get the uh, the backstory of this, right? Is that he's been meditating in a desert doing some of the wanky Jared Leto it's, thing. Yeah. It's the <laughs> most Jared Leto tweet ever. I actually thought it was a parody account when yeah. I got it shared but to again, me. Jared Leto is someone who has no sense of self-awareness whatsoever. No. no. But um, no. yeah, he basically just tweeted that he had um, just come back from a, uh, like a yoga retreat in isolation <laughs> in the desert for 12 days no cell phones, no internet. He's just found out about coronavirus and like, you can't believe how much the world has changed. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, every time it was like, fuck off back to the desert. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe him either. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you know what makes me think of? It's like, do you know when you're a kid and like, you think you're going to get in trouble for something so you pretend to be asleep and be like, oh, Oh, you pretend to wake up and be like, oh, what's going on, guys? What, what'd I miss? It feels like that, like he missed a boat on talking about coronavirus. Realised. And then went, uh, oh, I was in a Buddhist retreat. Uh, yeah, I had no idea that what is, was going on. Oh, no, this is the most, oh, it's the most disgustingly Jared Leto thing. Of course he was meditating mm. in a fucking desert. He couldn't just be meditating somewhere. He had to be in a desert. Yeah. Absolutely. Ugh. Yeah, pillock um, is the right word. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, like, yeah, I, I guess I'm just going to keep on making my little coronavirus playlist just for just for my use, just for my you know, my own personal <laughs> entertainment. Uh, nothing else planned. Um, yeah, uh, I'm not really sure what else to say. 
Yeah. Well, there's um, there's a lot of a lot coming out of the the metal community of a lot of advice from people, including Rob Halford, saying don't be a hoarder of any sort because we're all in this together, which is really really nice to see. Mm, um, yeah. And I think it's great that everyone has kind of got behind this. But I'm noticing that it is a lot of these older, older bands. That are like, <laughs> no, please. <laughs> yeah. so, seriously, you know what would be really cool, guys, if you're just <laughs> fucked off? Yeah. If you can send me your name, address, and proof that you are staying at home, I, Ozzy Osbourne, will send you like $100 straight away to stay the fuck away. Um, actually, Event Sevenfold are doing this thing where you have to, if you can log on to like Instagram or Twitter yes. and verify that you are actually self-isolating and do it seven days or 10 days in a row, mm. once it's actually been verified, they'll send you a piece of merch as like a, hey, thank That's you for really... isolating. That's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's a really cool idea, yeah. Especially, again, like, obviously, Venture I sold millions of records, like, but yeah. the idea that a band who, like, their income comes from touring and yeah. stuff like that, and, like, they actually say, no, we're going to help you out, like, but please just sort of respect the fact that everyone's kind of vulnerable right now. Yeah, I thought that was really cool to see. That's It's really good. It's they, They're good for stuff like that, though. They mm. do a lot of charitable charitable uh donations and causes mm. and whatever which is great mm. it's, it's always nice seeing people who are in a pretty privileged position put that to kind of good use right because i always find that when you've got super super rich successful people saying hey you should give money for this yeah and not backing it it's like oh, okay this is yeah quite i guess their argument is that well i've got you know i'm reaching all of these people because I've got this platform yeah. and this yeah. influence, so I've done my part. Now it's up to you to cough up the pennies. But yeah, maybe lead by example. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Like, either I just, so gigs cancelled. Uh, WrestleMania has <laughs> basically not been cancelled. Oh, that's going to be so weird. It's been reduced to just like a two night thing with no crowd, shot in a studio. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. Very surreal. Um, Fast and the Furious has been delayed for a year. James Bond has been <sighs> delayed for like eight months. Honestly, that's the worst thing about all this. Yeah. It's like this virus is taking away everything <laughs> I love. Yeah. Honestly. We were so close to Fast and Furious 9. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'd be a month away from it now. If that. I didn't realize it was coming out so soon after Hobbs and Shaw. We had to really, you had to correct course. <laughs> yeah, Hobbs and Shaw was maybe the worst film I saw last year. Really? It was, it was bad, yeah. The Rock had a heavy involvement in all of it. Um, <laughs> and maybe he shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it's so, it was, it was dumb, but not the right kind of dumb. Like, the Fast and Furious movies are really stupid, but this was not quite the good kind of stupid. It was trying to wink at the camera too much. And yeah. Okay. And but, no, also, but also, it's also just very stupid as well. It also brought in loads of weird concepts which don't really fit in the Fast and Furious universe. For example, post-humanism. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Idris Elba's character, like in the trailer says, oh, I'm Black Superman, which I'm like, oh, that's, that's a cool line. But no, he actually is like a genetically enhanced <laughs> super like, <soldier>. cyborg. <laughs> yeah, super soldier. Who has like this remote control bike, which is also a transformer. And like he has like an AI targeting system in his brain and stuff like that. 
Like okay, yeah. yeah. There's some you get like, wi- and now he has coronavirus. No, he has coronavirus. That's yeah. true. Yeah, <laughs> you even get shots of him having like a Terminator vision. Yeah, in, oh, fact, no. <laughs> in the same in the same world where guys are stealing DVD players from the back of trucks. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you seen that? Um, there's an image uh, that someone's put up online. That says, "Just remember, this is what the loot was in uh, the original Fast and Furious," and it's just like a bunch of like crt tvs yeah, and like oh, yeah. vhs players but like the irony <laughs> is that in fast and furious their beer of choice is corona like there's the line in the very first one when um o'connor uh goes around to like a house party and uh, vin diesel says to him it's like you can have any beer you want as long as it's a corona yeah and there's a bit yeah. where, when he first meets um when vin diesel first meets kurt russell's character Kit Russell won't stop going on about um, Trappist drunk beer. Yep. And he's like, beg- he's begging Vin Diesel to have a pint with him. And Vin Diesel's like, nope. So he pulls out a bucket of ice cold Corona beers. And now the Corona virus has cancelled Fast and Furious. So there's like a deep irony to this. And there's that scene as well. I think it's uh, Fast Five, maybe, when uh, Dominic Toretto opens the Corona, takes a sip, and then looks right at the camera and goes, infectious. That was weird. <laughs> really? That was weird. We should have seen it coming, shouldn't sense. we? He tried yeah. it once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. More fool us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Suckers, aren't we? Every single one of us. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's all it's all very strange. It's everything feels very uncertain. Um, I guess the big thing is just keep supporting firms and music and the things that that do bring you joy. Yes. Yeah. Right. Definitely. And be sensible. Otherwise, it's going to go on forever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like um, it's Mother's Day tomorrow, and. Uh, I won't be able to go visit my dear old ma, uh, which is a real shame. And I don't know next time I'm going to see her, which is kind of sad. Um, same with my dad as well and my sister. So, yeah, because yeah. um, we all live on different parts of the country, you see. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be hard to say when that sort of stuff's going to happen again. I know. I'm going to have to video chat in for my brother's birthday rather than being there as well when he turns 18. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I sent him a crate of beer, though, like from Beer 52 as a present. Cause oh, good nice. idea. I figured I wasn't sure else he was going to get a beer on his birthday. So, mm. um, Nice. Yeah. Oh, I also got an email as well from Amazon just saying, hey, can you believe this, that my pre-order of the Final Fantasy VII remake game uh, may be delayed. As far as I'm concerned, that's an essential. Make sure you that's go on Twitter disgusting. and really kick off. I mean, yeah. really, <laughs> yeah. absolutely, yeah. go mental. Smash your TV up if you need to. Yeah, I'm used to a, you know a very uh, let's say entitled way of living. Well, do you remember <laughs> that guy? We, that guy we found on Twitter who found out that Horizon Zero Dawn will no longer yeah. be a PS4 exclusive, and he smashed his PC up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he smashed his. It's his TV, yeah. It's TV, right, was it? He smashed his TV up. Apparently afterwards, he claimed that he was a parody account. No. okay, yeah, Yeah. No, I look back for his history. No. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a half an hour video of him uh, almost sobbing that um, that PlayStation (laughs) baseball game was going to be on PC and Xbox as well. So yeah, it's definitely not very like... Yeah, absolute bullshit. Isn't it wild that these people exist? It is crazy, isn't it? Absolutely it's unbelievable. insane. But, There's um, a big part of me that's happy about that. Well, yeah, I, know. I, I want every game from PlayStation. I want The Last of Us 2 to come out on PC now just to see people freak out. <laughs> cool. Oh, guys, well, I've been, um, I've been scouring the internet and I've been looking for some, um, some, some fun questions 
that we can maybe, uh, oh, maybe no, have a hot, a hot take or two on. Sure. And uh, I've got a fantastic one here from Quora. Is it Quora? Quora? Oh, uh, yeah. Quora? Q-U-O-R-A. Or yeah, it's yeah that's it. Yeah, always always a real source of um, mm. hot shit. <laughs> uh, so I pose this question to you guys. Okay. What is Bon Jovi famous for? <laughs> vampires. Yeah. John, John Carpenter's Carpenter's vampires. vampires. Uh, well, the second one. He's not in the second first one. one. Yeah. Uh, Los Murtos or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, and he did I'll the soundtrack to um, they, um, Young Guns as well. Young Guns 2. Young yeah. Guns 2, uh, sorry. Alan McBeal's love interest. The, the <laughs> album that Bon Jovi did, <laughs> the album that Bon Jovi did for Young Guns 2 is actually called Blaze of Glory, songs inspired by Young Guns 2. <laughs> he saw it over cinema and then <laughs> yeah. ran to the recording studio. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, a big actual issue because he, he didn't have the rights to use the name Young Guns. <laughs> he's Guys, also, you ever heard of Cowboys? <laughs> he's also in a real piece of shit film called Pay It Forwards, which I don't know if anyone's ever seen. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's no. up there, like top 10 least favourite films I've seen. It, 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 it's utter shit hasn't it like annoys me Kevin Spacey is like a burn you victim or something yeah. Um, yeah. Helen Ooh. Hunt uh, Hayley Joel Osment it's bollocks I hate it it's like so sincere and trying so hard to get an Oscar it, <laughs> oh, it, no. it's terrible is, uh, is BJ over the main part uh, I think he might be an abusive boyfriend or something of uh, Helen no, Hunt I, or... I can't no. buy that I can't well, buy again, that at all another sign of what a bad film it is but <laughs> yeah it's garbage uh, well i mean in so in the question uh he's actually posed some a real good analysis of uh why bon jovi is famous uh so just so you guys you guys know i, I don't want anyone to go away not knowing the answer no to of this. course yeah of course yeah the answer is uh is that bon jovi in his prime was famous for his screeches it's not a bon jovi record if there isn't at least one <laughs> As he's aged, those screeches have turned into grunts, but they're still there. <laughs> However, through the years, ever since John became famous, he's been known for his incredible charisma and crazy good looks. The man is nearly 60 and could easily look a full 10 years younger if he dyed his hair blonde. <laughs> That's all it takes. His smile, his looks, his talent, his kind soul, the way he talks to his fans Aww. and makes them a part of the show. That's what he's famous for. <laughs> um, he also wrote Living on a Prayer. Yeah. <laughs> He'd also look insane if he dyed his hair blonde. <laughs> that would be such a bad move. I'd like it to be kind of like a, like a shaved down uh, Eminem yeah. kind of peroxide. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So that's what Bon Jovi's famous for, guys. In fact, um, I, oh God. I wonder if we could actually, when, you know, was slightly back to normal, we should try and import some of his dad's pasta sauce. I mean, yeah, I, it, it might be really yeah. doing the rounds at the moment. Yeah, because like the gold standard for pa- jars of pasta sauce is currently Lloyd Grossman. Uh, well, no, the gold the the gold standard for pasta sauce is your mum's pasta sauce. But that you can buy this ain't your sh- mum's yeah. pasta sauce, Jim. <laughs> No, but you can buy you can actually buy off the shelves. It's Lloyd Grossman. Those are the best ones. Yeah. Like okay, shout right. out to Lloyd Grossman if you want to sponsor us, we'll tweet at you. Big up, big up the mad Lloyds. Yeah. Uh the original Master Chef. Uh so you know, if we can get hold of that Bon Jovi uh sauce, then I would be very 
I was gonna say, if we can get hold of it, I'd love to try it. But like, what would be the point of buying a jar? Just like admiring it. Yeah. <laughs> get, grab, grab a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone dig we'll in. Do, um, yeah, we'll set up a, a live stream. Or, or an unboxing of Bon Jovi's Bastard <laughs> Source. This is the YouTube content that people yeah. want. <laughs> mm. I guess uh, before we love y'all and leave you, mm-hmm. uh, for people who are on isolation at the moment, uh, does do any of you guys have a TV show or a film or a book, anything you could recommend for people So if they're at risk of going to do crazy or just to help pass the time? Uh, the Expanse. Amazon Prime sci-fi show there's four seasons of it it's a little slow to start but it's absolutely incredible once it gets going really um, and they're filming the fifth season at the moment and I love it I think it's amazing you so, recommend that okay. to me yeah, I, I'm yeah. Really, I need to it's it really go. good it's only like 13 episodes a series it is a little to start with it does feel a little Canadian sci-fi <laughs> which not everyone know what I mean but like yeah kind of but it actually the the actual special effects of spaceships and stuff look amazing. And once it all starts to click, it just doesn't let up. It's really good. Cool. Okay. Nice. I think I'm, um, I'm going to go, I'm, I've got two, two that I'm really hot on at the moment. Uh, one is Hunters, also on Amazon Prime. Oh, I keep meaning to watch that. Yeah. It is excellent. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's really, it, it does the kind of Tarantino, like, fictionalization of historic events sure uh, yeah that's the impression it, i got from it when, I, when they first announced it i didn't know how since not sincere that's probably the wrong term but like if it was gonna be like a gritty realistic historical drama mm-hmm. but then every time i saw like billboards for it it looked like kill bill yeah it's it kind of does both like it, it really points out um a lot of a lot of shit in the world that is true and that has happened and that continues to happen mm. um <clears throat> it's it's pretty fearless in kind of confronting that and really breaking the fourth wall to do so as well yeah. uh but at the same time you've got pacino doing such a reserved performance that it is fantastic like it's weird how much he's not hooping and hollering <laughs> he's not okay. oh, Pacino. <laughs> yeah why you want me to <laughs> yeah it's it's great it's really 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 good really really great uh super super addictive as well uh, the other thing if you want something just slightly more light-hearted all of Cuba and Enthusi- uh, enthusiasm Cuba <laughs> <Kubier> enthusiasm <laughs> all of Cuba enthusiasm uh is up on now tv yeah. and it's just a joy isn't it, it great? Is just perfectly written comedy it's fucking superb it's, it's all about ted danson <laughs> Ted Danson is wonderful in it. It's just, oh man, it's, yeah, Larry David's knocked it out of the park I, on that. It's fantastic. I love um, when they're doing the Seinfeld reunion season and Jerry and Larry are at a, um, like, cafe and they're sat on either side of the uh, booth. And is it Richard, what's his surname? A friend of Larry's. Richard um, Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, Richard yeah. Lewis comes to join them and he wants to sit down, but neither of them will move over. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, what about yourself, Jim? What's, what's your big recommendation um, for getting through so, these, these long, isolated nights? Uh, I've been really getting into Mindhunter at the moment. I'm really late to the party oh. on it. Oh, it's um, so good. It's so good. It reminds me, actually, it's um, on Netflix. Uh, it is a period drama set in the 70s and early 80s about how the FBI developed... Um, 
almost like uh, profiling. Criminal profiling. Yeah. Criminal profiling, yeah. Um, and it's from David Fincher, who directed like Seven, uh, Gone Baby Gone, Social Network, and Zodiac. I didn't even realise it was David Not Fincher. Go- that uh, makes so much sense. You mean sense. Gone Girl? Gone Girl, I should say. Yeah, Gone yeah. Girl. Yeah. And um, yeah, he directs a few episodes as well. Right. Uh, and it's got like, it reminds me a little bit of, it's like almost like Mad Men of like, uh-huh. Um, detective or procedural type shows in that like it moves at like its own pace. Yep. Like not every episode ends on like a cliffhanger resolution. It, you know, it's just, it's very character driven, but also um, when they start sitting down interviewing these serial killers and stuff in jail, like it just completely, completely grabs you and pulls you in. Um, there's only two seasons of it and it doesn't sound like a third one's coming anytime soon. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's easy to get through. But yeah, I would definitely recommend that. And uh, also, like, I have had, like, because now they started adding all of those Studio Ghibli movies to Netflix as well. Mm, so yeah. they were adding them, but they've, they're putting, like, random ones on every uh, couple of months. So I think they've almost uploaded everything now. So my plan is to kind of start going through all of those movies in order because there's loads I've not seen. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that very good timing on that part isn't it actually uh, yeah. they've added them on yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah I see what you're saying they knew yeah uh, yeah it's very good Netflix. though they are excellent um, <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. Uh, and I, also I watched a documentary on BBC last night uh, BBC4 called Secrets of Cinema uh, mm. presented by Mark Kermode where like each episode he looks at like a different genre and yeah. looks at like the conventions of the genre uh, and they did one on superheroes uh, this is the premiere of season two. And I think I'm just going to go back and watch the Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's been a while since it's been a good Batman film. So, um, it's, yeah, I reckon I'm going to go back and watch those as well. Absolutely, man. Nice. Yeah. And I think another <clears throat> one last one as well that is just, I think it's like three episodes long. Get on it. BBC. It's called Baby Chimp Rescue. And <laughs> Okay. It's this couple that uh, rescue, they're out in um, Africa, and they rescue baby chimps, mm. as the name might suggest. And it is just wonderful. It is just a lot of baby chimpanzees just being absolute nightmares. <laughs> it's the it's the perfect program. Really, it sounds really heavenly. Good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, also it's directed by David Fincher. <laughs> 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 oh, well, on that note, uh, thank you guys so, so much for listening. Um, it, we, we would really, really love more than ever, actually, uh, to hear from you guys. Yep. So if there's anything that you do want us mm. to speak about, open up some dialogue. Uh, you can get in touch with us direct where we are, slowlyrock at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us on Instagram where we are at slowlyrockpodcast. Uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, where we're just at slowlyrock. But please do get in touch. We would love to hear from you, for sure. Yeah. Break, break that ISO. Yeah, let us know how you're doing and um, stay safe. Absolutely. Everyone take care. That was was a very solemn ending. I know, yeah. (laughs) Pretty serious times at the moment. Yeah, these are crazy times, aren't they? Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, guys. We're trying to end on a joke. I can't even have anything to say. (laughs) No. (laughs)